Howdy, hey, hello, it's McKenna, and I'm not supposed to be here right now, <laughs> but I am. I was supposed to have a different guest here today. We recorded their episode and the audio did not translate. Something was going on. It was super staticky. It was really bad. And so we had planned to re-record just to have it ready for today, but plans fell through and we weren't able to re-record it in time. So... I was scrambling a little bit. Like this all happened last. Oh, sorry. You're, you're hearing this episode on Monday. This was on, what is today? Friday. So the re-record was supposed to happen last night. Didn't. And I was scrambling. I then texted my friend, Kiana, and was like, hey, can we bump your episode up? I'm, I just, I'm needing someone. And bless her heart. She was like, yeah, let's totally do it. And as soon as we like solidified it, all of a sudden, I was just like, I don't know, is this, is it her time right now? Not that what she has to share is not relevant. It just was like, wait, maybe I should keep the week of like I'm feeling to keep it there. I was like, no, no, it's fine. What's the week difference going to be? So went to bed, woke up this morning and just same thing. Like it's not right now. It's not the time. And you guys, I am not lying when I say I was wrestling with God. Because all the things I kept thinking in my head is, I already did an episode this month. I already did what I was supposed to do. It's not my time. It's it's supposed to be someone else's. And I just kept with like this pounding feeling like, no, it is not the right time. And I felt so guilty because I was like, hello, people pleaser. I just made all these plans for Kiana. She rearranged her plans for me. And now I'm going to go tell her like, jokes, just kidding. We're not going to actually do it. We'll just keep it as is. But I did. And bless her, bless you, Kiana, for just being like, hey, you do what you got to do. Just know I don't take this lightly. But when we go over what I'm going to talk about, I just hope that this is in the place and in the right time that someone else needs to hear it. I will always tell myself, even if it's not for anyone else, maybe it was just a reiteration to me. And I love that. But if this is specific for someone out there, please let me know. So before we get into that, our quick last minute munchie, which is actually a staple of my morning now, it is the liquid IV powder. You guys get it from Costco. I think you get it anywhere, but we've never purchased it. It was Britain's grandma who bought us a bag and I was like, okay, you know, like more hydration. Great. So we started using that. So I was like, man, you know, it's, it's fine. It just tastes really healthy. What could I add to it <laughs> just to help it be a little bit more manageable? And so I've got True Lemon, those little crystallized lemon packets, you guys, they are a game changer. They have lime, they have orange, I think they have grapefruit. I don't like grapefruit, but we have the lime, the orange, and the lemon. And so I just put two True Lemons in there and it is like a strawberry lemon paradise. And it's every morning and it actually does really well. It does what it's supposed to do. So that is our little sippy sip this morning. Let's get down to business. There was something that happened yesterday um, in our in my daily life that actually was a huge game changer between me and the spirit. But before we go into that, I truly believe I wouldn't have gotten to this place, to this experience that I'm going to share, had it not been for what I have been doing the past couple weeks, past couple months, actually, which is my morning ritual. Also, my spiritual sanctuary, I guess, is what I call it. But 
I know I've kind of talked about it, but I want to actually dive into how I'm doing it because you guys, like I am hearing the spirit so more frequently and it's a little bit louder than normal. Now, it's not like booming voices, but it's definitely able easier, easily. Oh my goodness, talk McKenna. It's it's early, you guys. It is more easy for me to discern than I feel like in the past. I honestly believe that is what a morning ritual can do for you. I keep saying morning ritual. You could call it scripture study. But the reason I like calling it a morning ritual is because there's there's a routine around it. It's not just my scripture study. It's things around it. And that's a part of it. And I think that's why I had such a hard time back in back a couple of years ago, back when I tried to pick up scripture studying. It would always be like, okay, I got to go do my scripture study. And that was it. And not that that's bad, but for me, I think I needed to like have it infused into a ritual with other things that's like I enjoy. And I also have had to change the contents of my scripture study, which I will go into as well. But as far as the morning ritual goes, I do get up at five. I am in bed by nine. And that, you know, guys, you know, my sleep routine. Okay, we've talked about that. So that is a big like part of it is getting a good night's sleep. So I'm actually like, hey, I'm a little bit more refreshed, but doing things that I'm looking forward to wake up to. So my liquid IV in my Stanley cup, that is a thing I look forward to. I like the taste of that. And it's like, oh, I know I'm going to feel good. So as soon as I get up, I go and get my drink and then I settle in and I'll always start off with journaling journaling just about what happened the day before, things that are on my mind at the moment. So then after I journal, I do pray and it's just like, okay, Heavenly Father, give me what you need to give me this morning. Help me find what I need to find and give me the strength to make it through the day. You know, just a nice little quick like, hi, here I am. Please send your spirit with me. (laughs) So then I go into my scripture study. And then after that, I go over my day um, you guys know on my episode about building your day, that's that's when I go and do it. As I look at my things that I need to do for the day, I look at my goals for the month, the year. This is like that kind of time, like, hey, keeping you on track. And then from that point, end it from there, I guess, like a closing prayer. But I also use meditation. Thank you, Brooke Ray, who has like inspired that. But that's basically meditating prayer really can be the same thing. So that's just where I usually am like, okay, here's what I took. Here's the good I'm putting out for today and break. So that is the morning ritual. Usually takes about an hour, could be less, could be more, depending. But it's the scripture study that's really changed the game because I didn't know what to study. I didn't know how to study. And I would just like pick off something and be like, okay, you know, I guess I'm just going to read 10 minutes of my scriptures, which not bad, but also not great. Because if you're not really searching for anything or trying to listen, you know, to the spirit, it's it's not really going to flow like it should. And that's always bothered me because I'm like, I can see other people who are legit scriptoriums. How do they get there? All I know is like they can recite scriptures off verbatim. So they just read the scriptures. That's it. There's no way. So the past couple of weeks, I've really been like, you've got to have a good scripture study. So here's kind of what's helped me is one, I do follow this girl on YouTube. Her name is Ashley Hetherington. Please, if you know her, send her my way because I have got to have her on the pod. (laughs) She's amazing. She has a YouTube channel and she has a series that's called That Holy Girl because you know there's that thing that that girl, that it girl, whatever trend. 
she does that holy girl. She's Christian, but she talks about her routine. She talks about scripture studying and the way that she lives her life. You're just like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful. You have this light around you. And she just will, you know, have like many little sermons on her YouTube channel and she'll pull out like Bible verses like that. And it just is so inspiring. So that's kind of what started this after I was watching her. I was like, look at her. She just has these Bible verses coming out of nowhere, but she relates them so perfectly to her life. And I'm like, that's, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. How I've started doing this now is usually on Sunday, I go over my past week. I specifically try to pinpoint any areas during my week. And this is why a journal helps you guys, a daily journal, because it makes it easier to be like, oh, what happened that day? But I go over and be like, oh, you know what? I was struggling with doubt that day. Okay, write that down. Oh, you know what? I was struggling with some contention that day between me and another person. Okay, write that down. So I just basically do that. And then I go over my list and it's very just me sitting with the list and just going over and I'm just trying to see if there's any more that stand out. I'm usually going for a list of five. So then with my micro list, now my list of five, at least that is what I build my scripture study on the week. My Monday study will be on whatever that first topic is, Tuesday, Wednesday, so so on. Monday comes and I already know, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna actually be talking, studying about contention because of this whatever in my life. And usually I'll have written down some side notes like, hey, here's why I had contention. Here's what I wish I could do to lessen the contention in my life, whatnot. So when Monday comes and I'm looking all that, I'm ready to go. Now, how I've been doing this and You really get to choose how you want to like study topics, but here's how I do it. I will go to the topical guide. Sometimes the words you're studying will not be in the topical guide. What did I? Oh, I did routine one day. That is not in the topical guide. (laughs) So sometimes your, your word might not be in there. So you just kind of have to be like, okay, what would be another word? And sometimes you just kind of have to go through that day. I was doing routine, not joking. The wind which is saying something because I was in my house. So I guess the AC blew the scriptures, like the two pages over, and I landed on self-mastery in the topical guide. I guess that's technically has to do with routine. And that was a great study that day. So you go to your word, you get your word, you go through the topical guide, and they just basically list scriptures that have to do with that word. So you go through their whole list and you just pull out any that speak to you because obviously they're shortened versions of the entire passage. So I just go through and if there's one that I'm like, oh, I want to go look at that. Oh, you know what? I want to go look at that. In my scripture journal, I just write down the scripture references. Then once I've got that, I then go to those references and I write down the entire verse. You don't have to do that because sometimes they are long passages. <laughs> but for me, it's it's nice to have them all in one spot. That takes a good 15, 20 minutes right there. Then I've got my verses. And what I do is I look through the verses and I see if there's any words that I don't know or that stand out to me. If you can't tell, I'm a word girl. I then pull out my dictionary, like my Merriam-Webster dictionary. And of those words that I underlined, I then look up their definition. So now I've got not only scriptures that are pertaining to the topic or the word I was thinking, I've now got defined words from those verses. So it's just getting deep and deeper and it's going further and further. So by the time that I've got all that written out, I then basically write a paragraph of what I've learned. That is what I've been doing. 
That is my morning ritual. It is something I look forward to. And now as I've been getting deeper and deeper into the scriptures, I am feeling this like power. There truly is a power when you are bringing God's word into your life. I think sometimes I have been taught by other people like, oh, just read the scriptures and you'll be good. But I was never taught how. And so this is me telling you, whoever you are out there, if you feel that way, you can customize it to your liking. Try my way. Sometimes I might be a little too crazy for you. That's okay. But just try to get something out of it. Don't just sit there and read the scriptures. Really dive into the scriptures, however is best for you, for however you study. And that is when you're like, wait, there really is power from this. (laughs) So now going into the next part, after my morning ritual, in our home, I've been really trying to keep that spirit because I would notice I'd go do my morning ritual and then the rest of the day I'd be like, totally of the world. I would just go back to the normal world standards things of doing throughout the day. And I was just like, man, that sucks because I loved that feeling I would have in the beginning of the day. And Ashley Hetherington talks about this a lot, like how she brings the spirit throughout the day with her. So I was like, okay, I love that. I want to do this. So we have kind of put a limit on our TV and it's hard, especially when you have two one-year-olds. Ugh. But we still we still watch TV, but we are building a routine that it's only on like at certain times during the day. Now the boys do know when it's supposed to come on, but I'm not going to lie. Some days it's on a little bit longer than it should be. We're working on it. However, the days we do stick to the routine, I notice Baker is not as honoring as sometimes he can get. And I just feel like there's a different light in our home. Um, Something else I started doing was putting screen limits on certain apps on my phone. That's helped tremendously because I'm not just stuck on my phone all day. And thirdly, this has actually been my most favorite one. We play worship music (laughs) in our home. And I love saying that because I think so many times we get stuck in the shell. Why can I not be celebrating with other Christians around the world? Like we love God and that's okay. And that's great actually. And I want to bring that spirit and light into my life and in my home. So I have found some Christian artists who are (laughs) thebomb.com, just to name a few, Lauren Daigle love her. You all know her. She's the one who sings the You Say song. Amazing. Ann Wilson, also love her. Her album, I'm pretty sure it's called My Jesus, but that's her single too. That song just, oh, pounds in the heart. Olivia Lane, I talked about her on my last episode. And then there are these groups, Mercy Me, they're ones that a lot of people know. And this new group, okay, well, they're not new. They're new to my life. They're called Kane, C-A-I-N, Oh, their new album. The song, is it My Commission? That is one of the most (laughs) spiritual, like brings you so close to the Lord and their vocals. Oh, I'm getting emotional all right now. But Britain was actually the one who got me on to a lot of other like worship groups. And it's like, wait, these are songs that I like to listen to throughout the week that help me remember my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, throughout the week. And I just don't want to only have that on Sundays. That's kind of what's changed. I still feel like I am myself, but there is this new light. There is this new happiness in my life. And I humbly and 100% believe it is from this. Leading into the experience yesterday, Britain's mom sent out a text to all the kids and just said, hey, if anyone doesn't have school or work today, could someone go help? Grandma Me's driveway is like packed with snow and they live in Daybreak, Utah. And we just had this huge snowstorm in Utah, like big one. And daybreak, yeah, 
they got a lot. They're they're feeling pretty trapped. And I went to go talk to Britt and I was like, should we go? And he's like, oh, can I, I have school. Otherwise I totally would. And I was like, okay, no, that's fine. All of a sudden I got this feeling, this thought in my head, like you need to go do it. And I kind of laughed to myself because I was like, I have never shoveled a driveway, let alone a sidewalk in my entire life, which I'm not proud to say, but it just was like, why do you think you can do this, McKenna? There's no way. And if there's really this much snow that we're talking about, I'm not going to be able to do that. And I've got the babies. So I was like, no, no. And then it just kept pounding. Like, you need to go. You need to go do this. And I was like, okay. It was so crazy. My mind just shifted. Like, yeah, I guess like I just had that feeling that I was like, yeah, you can do this. So I called grandma me and I said, hey, I'm uh, I'm going to come shovel your driveway. And she was like, no. <laughs> and I can't blame her. I really didn't think I could shovel it either. I was just going to try. But I was like, no, I'm going to come. And she's like, McKenna, you can't come. It's too crazy here. Like there's nowhere to park. You're in a van. You're not going to be able to make it. I just kept saying, no, I'm coming. And she kept saying, no, you're not. And again, this is not against her because I totally now realizing what it was, I was like, yeah, there was a lot of snow. And I hung up the phone and I started getting my snow boots on. <laughs> I was like, I'm going. No, I'm going. And so I told Britain, you know, your grandma me just told me you can't come like five times in a row. And every time she said you can't, there was something in my head said you're going. And that's what I was like, okay, I'm going to follow that voice. I know grandma me, bless your heart. You are just an amazing woman. And I know she did not want to put any of us out. She was just going to probably wait for a neighbor to come help out. Steve, my father-in-law, was probably going to come later in the day with his truck. So I get it. I totally get it. And I had the babies. Why Why would you want a young mother with her babies to come out to you in Daybreak, Utah? I get it. But something else was pushing me yesterday. Even Britton was like, are you sure? <laughs> and I was like, she told me no, I'm going. And I think I just kept using that as an excuse like, oh, well, she told me no this many times, but you don't tell me no, I'm going to go. But honestly, looking back, there was something else inside me like, go. And I was just responding to that. Don't get me wrong. Satan definitely tried to thwart those plans yesterday. We got in the car. First off, I didn't have the boys' car seats in there because we had youth the night before. So I was having to put the car seats back in. I was just getting all disgruntled, like, we need to go and go to put the car seats in. Baker's side of the van, the door where his car seat goes in, frozen shut. I could not for the life of me get it open. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to crawl through the other side, put his car seat in from like the opposite direction, did that. Then I put bows in. Then I go to take the boys out and I realize, okay, there's a car seat in the way. I can't just throw Baker across the side. So we had to go through the front seat, like down the middle, what is it? Middle aisle of my van, get him in, then have him all good to go grab Bo get him in and then we get ready to go and even though Baker's door was frozen shut the sensor like I think I got it a little open but not all the way but the sensor was picking up that it was open and it's beeping like your door is open I'm like oh my gosh I had to keep stopping and getting it shut finally I got it latched and I just locked it and I was like we're going but at this point I just was like are you sure McKenna are we really gonna do this what if it really is bad and I just kept telling myself no you know if it is, like, I will know. I am not going to put my kids in danger. I don't feel unsafe right now. If it gets bad enough that I cannot get my van through there, of course, I will turn around. And grandma me at this point doesn't know I'm coming. So it's fine if I have to turn around. So we get driving. Everything's good. We get into daybreak. We get into the neighborhood and I start noticing, oh, yeah, yep, yep. There's a lot of snow out here. Yeah, the roads were plowed, but it was still like that icy, iced over plowed type thing. We get over to her house and she had said, you know, there's nowhere to park you know, because it had been plowed. So there's like snow banks by the sidewalks. And I said, well, I'll just park at the church. That's like literally five houses down. Yeah, that church parking lot was not plowed. <laughs> I am not good with um, measurements. I will say a couple feet, like 
it was high. And I was like, there's no way my van is going to like plow through that. So I just was like, okay, just drive down the road. And luckily, not luckily and not coincidentally, thank you. God is good. There was a perfect carved out spot right on her street by her house, like where someone's car had been and they had left. So I was like, great. So I pulled right up. I get the boys out. And we start walking up to grandmommy's house and she sees us through the window. We walk in and this is the reason I realized you were meant to come today. We walk in and I am not joking. I am hit with a wall of gas. Like we're talking like the, the, your stoves lit gas. And I just kind of look around and I was like, that is so strong. And, and grandmommy's just acting like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. And I'm like, do you not smell that? Like within 10 seconds, I'm looking over. I see she has a gas stove. I'm like, it's totally on right now. Like 100%. I hand her the kids. I walk over and sure enough, that stove is not where it's like you bumped it and it's like accidentally. It was turned all the way like it had been used and just was not turned off. There was no flame, but there was definitely like gas. So I turned it off and I was like, I think your gas stove's been on. And she just looked at me like, what are you talking about? I was like, you don't smell it? And she's like, what? So she comes over and I was like, yeah, this was turned all the way. And she literally goes pale in the face because she's like, McKenna, I haven't cooked this morning, but I cooked last night and I turned it down when we were serving and I've cleaned around it. I've been around this and I, I didn't know. So it's been on all night. Now we've talked about it since then. We're like, how did you not smell? But honestly, guys, it was at the low setting. So it wasn't like a bunch of gas coming out, but it was just slowly coming out. And if you're just in the house, you might not even notice it. I think I just noticed it because I was coming in from what it had been settled in from outside. And then I was like hit with it. And she definitely, she walked outside and walked back in. She's like, oh my gosh, I can smell it. So that right there was like, wow. If someone would have waited till the afternoon to come, it still would have just gotten worse. It would have just been sitting there. And wow, that is what pushed me to get here. That's crazy. It's crazy to me. But then the great part of it is I actually did still shovel. She tried to be like, no, you're not going to shovel. And I'm like, no, I'm doing this. I am come in my snowsuit, snow boots. Like I want to do this. Totally shoveled the driveway. First time, you guys, very excited, very proud. And I think I did a good job. And here was the best thing. <laughs> I called Britain and we were laughing so hard because I was like, Britain, I just shoveled grandmommy's driveway. And while I was doing it, you know, while I'm here and I'm in the service of God and our fellow beings, I was listening to my Ann Wilson album, which is all about like my Jesus and following the spirit and taking down the devil. And it was just the most powerful spiritual <laughs> experience I've had. Shoveling for the Lord is what I called it. <laughs> and Britain was just like, oh my gosh, when can I, this is why I love you. <laughs> But it was so great. Thank heavens we figured out the gas thing and it, it was fine. We're good. But then getting to go like actually do that physical service of labor, it just felt so good. Like that is an empowering feeling. Lead us to this morning. You know, everything's happening with the different episodes. And that's when all of a sudden I was like, this is the episode that needs to be talked about. I did a little mini scripture study because I realized I had to film this episode very quickly because it is morning. Britain still has to go to school. And so I'm trying to hurry and do this before the boys get up. And I was like, okay, let's talk about the spirit. Let's talk about how that spirit works. And I go to my topical guide. I'm going through the spirit, which, wow, that is uh, quite a lot of scriptures. (laughs) The interesting thing that stuck out to me and in those scriptures, I picked out three different ones that all include the word quickeneth. And I was like, okay. So after I get done, I go to my dictionary. I'm like, let's let's look up this word. Now, quickeneth, I believe is a very um, scriptorial word. So it wasn't in the dictionary, but quicken was. I mean, I figured it was going to be, I was like, okay, I'm thinking of quick. And the definition for quicken was rapid, 
haste, stir up, or restore life. In John 6, 63, it is the spirit that quickeneth. In 1 Peter 3, 10, Christ being put to death was then quickened by the spirit. And in D&C 33, 16, and the power of my spirit quickeneth all things. And I was just sitting there and I was like, yes, that's exactly what I felt yesterday. Now, sometimes people will say, you know, the spirit is not going to force you to go do something. I I agree. There are some times that it's like, you know what, you need to calm down. And honestly, I kind of was doing that last night with trying to figure out the episode, like, okay, let's just move Kiana forward and it's good. And I really didn't just sit and be like, okay, what do we need to talk about? But in this case, I think it's once you do get the answer, that is belie- that is what I believe is happening in this moment. Oh, thank you, Ginger, for calling. So sorry. But that is what I believe is happening in in this moment here. Um, what some other two other scriptures and then we'll close it out here for the day. Doctrine and Covenants 11, 12. Put your trust in the spirit that leadeth to do good. First Nephi 4, 6. I was led by the Spirit, not knowing beforehand the things I should do. I was led by the Spirit, not really knowing why I should go shovel these driveways. I just felt like, yep, I got to go help because Grandmommy has helped us so much in our life. I knew the boys would be okay. They'd be inside with Grandmommy playing with her. So I was like, I can do this. But not knowing beforehand the things that would conspire after this, that is that is truly the power of the Spirit, is trusting that the Spirit knows more than you. The Spirit knows the whole picture, so you just have to follow it. And sometimes you won't know. Sometimes you won't know why you did something. Sometimes it is those things like you don't know who saw you or what's going to transpire because of your actions whether it's very quick or down the road. So that is the message I leave with you today. (laughs) Do all you can to have the spirit in your life. Do whatever it is, those things that are gonna invite the spirit into your life because when you do, you will hear the spirit. And when you act on the things that the spirit is encouraging, inviting, kind of helping you along to do, there is an amazing feeling, an amazing power that you feel so connected to heaven and you know like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And how great is it to know when you're like on the Lord's errand and you're fulfilling a need or a blessing for someone else? It's amazing. Okay, you guys, I hope you have a great week. I hope you have loved this month of February as much as I have. I'm so happy to have you here. I really, really hope you know that from the bottom of my heart, I see you guys. I see you listening every week and I see you sharing this podcast. And it is the most sincerest, sweetest thing that I have ever like, felt that you guys would share this. (laughs) But I love you. So grateful to have you here. And we will see you next week. Bye.